0: episode of the third gallon podcast
1: it's like here the observer the, the sanctioned. sanctioned the greased the lubricated
0: after a deadly fight with the Rust Ooze. When we last
1: left Micah's Angels, the Rust Ooze snuck up on you guys and politely punched you with its pods. Mm. Chester went down, Alonzo went down, and uh, Psycheer called for Gomak. <laughs> <laughs> Gomak arrived to help, and uh, you were able to whittle it down and finish it off.
2: Sykir like made a good fucking call. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Micah's Angels take a moment to heal their weak flesh.
1: <laughs> Chester... Lying there, half dead on the ground. It's alright, buddy, I got you. Casts heal. Dies. Dies.
2: <laughs> Chester can't handle positive energy Williams on account of how he can't, can't handle the positive, positive energy.
0: Positive energy. <laughs> Before they delve deeper into the wailing scrapyard.
1: And you, with your sharp ears, catch just this like sound of grinding gears and just the faintest sound of wailing.
2: You hear, you hear that? The machine spirit is confused.
1: Get ready to explore some junk. The imagination copter? I'm sorry, we don't have helicopters. They're only imagination. Horse drawn airships.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now. Rosy skies no. No.
2: blue. No. Red,
0: Red roses, roses too.
2: What?
1: Rust oozes too. Stop. No, no. no. Rust Stop. Rust
0: roses too. And
2: I think to myself, rust oozes too. Let's and get on I with it. And I think to
0: ah. myself, rust oozes
1: <laughs> too.
3: I oh. hated that. Gracias, thing. lo audio. <laughs> well, how about that? Listen, <laughs> part of making, you know, an enjoyable adventure is having at least an encounter where your players kick butt and don't suffer at all. Sure. We haven't had that yet, Derek. <laughs> this has been a
1: struggle. Literally the first thing you stabbed, <laughs> you one shot with yeah. stealth. I do
3: know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, shut I up. I did it. And I was proud. <laughs> no, <Nah>, man, boy. <laughs> When I saw Rust, it was, I thought to myself, oh boy, that's going to be a spicy meatball. No
4: precision damage.
1: If the, yep.
3: if the monster has Rust in its name,
1: it's bad. It's just bad. I, at least it wasn't a Rust monster like in old school, like Pathfinder D&D 3.5. Yeah. Um, but when I was thinking about that uh, after the after the show, it just... I feel like the Rustoos is up there with some of the most, maybe not deadly. That one was deadly, but also just most annoying things to fight. So yeah. I wanted to kick it around to you guys. Um, what can you remember that we fought, uh, whether you've run the game or played in it on air or off air, that would qualify as the most like annoying monsters you fought, deadly or not?
3: Uh, I have one. Go for it. I DM'd a game. I took... Now, spoilers for the Dust Comes... Du- doom comes doom to comes dust the, spawn. Spawn. the uh, dust comes, comes to doom to spawn. spoilers for that pathfinder 1e module it's actually a very fun module so if you haven't played it and you think you have a chance to don't listen to this ha um, you can't hear me uh, but their boss the final boss fight for that fight the monster itself is tough and it has some things that make it really dangerous if it like crits or if you fell a fortitude save, but it's not like really high over the CR for that adventure for that module. Right. What makes it super annoying is it can cast. I think it was greater darkness, deeper darkness, deeper darkness at will. Yep. And so it's whole thing is to stick in the darkness where the players can't see it unless they also have the ability to cast like daylight five times. Right. Uh, and it just, it got, annoying because there's nothing more boring than fighting a fight where nobody can see anything but the bad guy can see
1: even if you burn like a strong ability to be able to cast daylight yes over and uh, over and i think over.
3: one of you had a scroll or something and you got one use of daylight mm. and it canceled out the first greater darkness and the next the, round it just the cast, next cast round. again Ugh. Uh, so it was, it, it, the creature was dangerous, but because you're fighting a party of presumably four, it's going to get its butt kicked. So they needed some kind of mechanic to make it tougher. And while it was a good idea, it was also a very annoying idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think if I remember I was playing Jade, which this is Pathfinder 1E game. Um, and that she was a, I think 12th level. You guys are pretty high level. It uh, was mixed, uh, magus plus gunslinger at that point or something like that. Uh, no, it was Eldritch Archer Magus with one level of Gunslinger, I think. And I think I had just gotten fourth level spells and I was casting Dispel my Magic. I think I burned like all of my high level spells just dispelling your stupid rock. Yeah. That had the deeper darkness on it.
3: Oh, you know what? You guys may have been a bit overleveled for that one. But anyway, if that creature had, if one of you had failed a Fortitude Save, you would have suffered and no one did. But it was just such a cheesy fight. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh Drow cat, you guys got one, one a monster that we've been through that's uh, super just
3: annoying. I can tell you, I remember a time when Drow was annoyed. (laughs) It was book one of Reign of Winter, and we were fighting all those fairies at level one or two. The pixies. And even though you were a gunslinger, it meant nothing, because Hydex. They had high-dex ACs as opposed to that, armor ACs. Yeah.
1: Uh, the thing with that is you weren't really annoyed at any single one of them. It was just, there were too many of them. It, it just kept coming back, and you're like, fuck!
4: <laughs> I'm trying hard to think of a combat that did annoy me.
1: Yeah. Um, if you guys can't think of one off the top of your head, I got a couple, mostly from Rain of Winter, that I can remember. Um, I remember you guys not being thrilled with the boss of book two because I did my homework to make that fight not be over in like two rounds.
3: That was (sighs) the one that flew around and kept out of range of so much. Summoning
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you guys get caught up with the summons and all the other minions. And she had like... Uh, the thing where she doesn't take any fire damage. It wasn't resist- energy resistance. It was the one that has like the, the pool that you pull yeah. from but you're completely immune. And so like I had all these buffs because you guys had like made yourselves known. I, I had reason to like cast them within like the, the boss's ability to do. And so like I buffed against you guys and I set it up perfectly and that fight lasted like six rounds and every time you would like finish a minion another would pop up and you're like just
3: stop. <laughs> stop 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 i remember i think that boss happened to die right when trinder had gotten to the end of like her resistance to fire right he never actually did any damage but he burnt through like what over a hundred points of pull oh
1: a hundred percent it was like a hundred or at least 90 points of uh of just uh damage sponge that i had and you wiped it out You're so mad. That was a bit salty.
4: No, I think Jacob nailed it for me. I get annoyed by combats wherein my character is made systematically
1: useless. Oh, I got one. We've talked about this fight, I think in in season two um, of the show, the one where we were at that party with the vampires, and you ended up getting turned, and me and Drow's character had to bail.
3: Uh, another thing that you guys found annoying about that adventure was there was a point where you went down an elevator, and waves of enemies. There were zombies, mummies, and, and I think ghouls, and even a ghost or two that were there were just wave after wave. And after about the third wave, you guys were like
2: can we be done what
3: are you doing (laughs) because there's just so many people where the whole point of was like an army's coming after you you should hide but you guys just stood there fighting I guess I didn't make it clear enough
1: (laughs) I was just like all right
3: Hi, you, all right. you, you, I remember I mentioned no, this and you're like I'm a paladin I can't hide I'm like go inside of a house which of which there's dozens of and close the door but and like, you were just like I have bad stealth I'm like go inside and close <laughs> the door
1: but it's like the thing when you're playing a game <laughs> and you're stealth. just you assume the houses are not like something within the the, the level
3: you could see inside them on the map
1: <laughs> Jacob there's so many times when we played Hawthorne, where we would say, can we go here? And you would give us this deer in the headlights look.
2: (laughs) Uh,
3: Yeah. That's off the mat.
1: So we would be like, all right we're here, we don't want to, you know, it's like the equivalent of going around asking people their names. So I didn't want to just run into people's houses. I was like, I'm a paladin in an undead city. I'm just going to stand and bang. And then it kept banging and banging. <laughs> was and that banging after
3: and banging.
4: My, my character had been made a vampire yes. and physically could not go into a house if he wasn't invited? Uh,
3: <laughs> I actually didn't know. I didn't think about that rule for vampires, so you were fine in that regard. Uh, <laughs> because I hadn't actually, I don't think that's a rule for Pathfinder. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, I hadn't it made about for it. fun roleplay. It did. Ugh. And that's not counting the Witchfire fight, which wasn't annoying. It was S- deadly.
1: Speaking <laughs> of Witchfire, the one that came up in Reign of Winter, uh, Book 3, oh. I would say was another really annoying fight.
3: No, I planned ahead i knew from level one i knew you were gonna have a witch fire because it's a witch adventure and we're fighting witches and it's gonna be a witch fire i from the start i planned for that <laughs> but at the same
1: time it, it lasted like six rounds because of like some mist and then some will-o-wisps and other stuff that's just it normal. just kept getting mm-hmm. in your way
3: that's just normal fights
1: Oh, I got another one. I think of him, Rain of Winter because Rain of Winter had a lot of unique fights. Remember the one with the, the darkness part of that cave you were in and the shadows?
3: No, that was uh. just a deadly fight. That wasn't annoying. That was deadly.
1: All right. Then what about when you were entering that dungeon and you had to climb up the mountain and those wisps kept coming after you?
3: Once again, I thought that was fun because that's a creative situation. People could fall, but we all had ways of being safe. It was just how to fight while hanging on the side. It called for creative uh, uh, thinking. And that's that I enjoy. Do you know what
2: really called for creative
3: thinking? For 300. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's. as a DM, you remember what your players don't like because it really stands out. Yeah. Because you look around the table. You take it personally. And you just see those <laughs> bored faces and you're like, Aw. oh, <laughs> and it's not, the battle's not even halfway over and you're like, this is going to be a fun hour.
1: <laughs> well, before we hop into uh, the episode today, I-, I wanted to talk about the the rust ooze since it was fairly annoying and deadly. Um Because it brings up an important thing about this system and the way it handles encounter design. Um, So, first off, um, I'll just, you know, peel back the screen on what its uh, situation was mechanically. It was made to shove its fist up Uranus. Um, (laughs) That's a whole planet. This is a level three Uh creature three. um, And that's kind of important to note because the way uh, encounter design works in this game is basically tied to player level. For starters, to back up a little bit, this game doesn't do experience like 5e or 1st Edition Pathfinder does. Uh, you level up every 1,000 XP just straight out. There's no like increasing amounts of XP. That can get kind of complicated. You know, uh, We're not using XP so much. We're doing milestoning because I, I'm not into manually tracking a bunch of XP. The reason XP is important to pay attention to is because it's how you balance out encounters. Um, so everything's based off a of party level, right? Uh, it's assuming you have a f- party of four PCs and whatever their level is. Uh, so on page 49 of the core rulebook, this is in like the game mastering section. Uh, you'll see there's two tables. There's an encounter budget table and a creature XP you and roll table. Page 49? 489. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, basically in the encounter budget, you have your type of encounter as one column. So like your threat level, trivial, low, moderate, severe, and then you have an XP budget correlated with that. Uh, and it tells you, all right, well, well, how hard do you want your encounter to be? Here's how much XP you need to, how much XP that, uh, that kind of counts for. Um, and then you have your character adjustment, which means if you have, uh, an extra character, add this much XP to your encounter budget. If you have one less character, like we do with three players, take that away from your encounter budget. So that's how you can keep it balanced, right? And then the table under that says, all right, well, your party level um, minus or plus this amount. Here's how much they count for in your budget. So basically what you do is you say, all right, I want to have a moderate level encounter. And then you can look at the creature in XP roll. This is table 10-2 on page 489. So what that means is you could have, if you have a party of four players, yeah, that means you have an XP budget of 80 and you could have two monsters at the party level. So two creature ones, if it's a party of first level characters. Make enough sense? What that means is that's like a standard kind of creature or low threat boss. The Clockwork Handlers, they were creature ones, uh, I'm pretty sure. So they were, especially for a party of three, a little bit to handle if you had more than one at once um with this being a creature three i look here on the on the table and it says that's worth 80 xp party level plus two right but at the same time that would be a uh moderate encounter but we only have three players so what i do is i look at that a character adjustment and uh if i take 30 off of severe that leaves me with 90 xp and this would be an 80 xp encounter so it's not quite severe but it's a hair away from it right so that's how this like system balance works i know we're getting into the real nitty-gritty of it here but uh it really does work we learned this in our test sessions with um the pathfinder society scenario we played and uh it if you don't pay attention to this and you have like less people You're going to die. You're going to die or you're going to have a hard time because the math is balance in this game can be really, really, really tight. And I knew that going into this. And so what I did is uh, I have the advanced GM screen, which has stuff from the GM's guide. You can do a weak adjustment on things. And so I applied that to this character Um, and what I did is basically just take away a certain amount of HP, depending on the level that it is.
3: You took away HP from that thing?
1: Yeah, it would have had 15 more hit points. Oof. I I thought that was all I needed to do, because I remember looking at this monster, and you know, it has a 15-foot speed on land, 30-foot swim speed, so I thought like, oh, well, they all have good ranged, so all they gotta do is just stay away from it and whittle it down. That'll be pretty easy,
3: and then you didn't. (laughs) We, we got to learn to cheese more.
1: And I was pretty... I, I think I said it pretty much straight you, out the gate. You said it... You you were clear. It was like, this thing is it's pretty slow on land. And he's like, do all right, we, well, I'm going to walk up and stab it. Do we listen. not
4: chant smooth brain? I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> we do chant smooth brain. That's right. <laughs> 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 yeah. The interesting thing to me was with uh, Psyche here, because it had that rust ability. Mechanically, there's nothing... Special about psycheer's limbs, like uh, we had, we didn't do any gold cost for that. It was more for flavor, because this something you can do here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but I also wanted to have an impact. Um, the 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 bigger thing it could have done that I kind of forgot to do in combat is it had a reaction called corrode weapon, uh, which triggers whenever it's hit with a metal weapon. Oh no! Like oh, you know, bad. a rapier. <laughs> yeah, I can deal two d six acid damage to the item and ignore its hardness.
3: I'm glad you didn't do that.
1: Oh, it's all Christ. right. I forgot. I had it right in front of me and completely forgot to use it. Um, yeah, but it didn't have a ton of AC. It's AC was like 11, but it was immune to crits and it would have had 80 hit points had I not reduced that down to 65. mm.
4: I'm really glad you reduced it down. Yeah.
1: I mean, we have a party of three, so I think it only makes sense. What
3: made it rough was I I was trying to do as much damage. I didn't want to do rain. No, because it, it applies to both. I don't have static damage on any of my attacks. It's just what I roll. Right. And my dice are not large unless I get a critical. <laughs> just go to the store and buy bigger dice, Jacob. I,
4: oh, <laughs> <gasps> Well, this combat also helped me realize my range weapon sucks.
1: Well, you're a melee build. You built around melee. Yeah. You got good to hit when it comes to ranged, but uh, you focused on dex to damage when it comes to melee. Uh, I literally
4: melee. have a 1d6 hand crossbow. I need a better range weapon.
1: That is fair. Well, with that, uh, Rust oozes two out of the way. You guys ready to hop back into our... To our adventure in the goblin and gnoll infested whaling scrapyard. Time My for yeehaw. To the I don't Imagination hop. Copter. <laughs> the Imagination Copter? Float. I'm sorry. We don't have helicopters. They're only Imagination horse-drawn airships.
3: Ah. <laughs> Dirigibles. I don't know how to make a noise.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> centuries
1: before the star stone was raised the wizard king's Nex and Geb warred with one another scarring the land between them into
0: a devastated unstable magic wasteland from the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog,
1: a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers factories and clockwork wonders. Now the mist is gone. To the world, Alkenstar is the the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are
0: the outlaws of Alkenstar. Micah's Angels.
3: <laughs> Micah's, <laughs> angels.
0: Micah's Angels. Sunday, 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 Micah's Angels. Angels rally.
1: So, when we last left Micah's Angels in the Wailing Scrapyard, uh, you had been, you know, on your way out of the Wailing Scrapyard, fleeing from your uh, bank heist after the shield marshals were hot on your trail. You met up with the Nail Gobbler Goblin Tribe, uh, with your buddy Gomak and Lord Glass. Uh, you took a rest and you were going to try and wipe out their gnoll problem excuse me gnoll problem gnoll problem gnoll what what can
2: you tell me about the (laughs) gnolls what can you tell me about the gnolls
1: and on your way trying to figure out how to get past these obstacles they had set up uh, you ran into a hungry cockroach swarm uh, and you also threw walks, walks, you threw rocks.
2: We walks. threw walks at it. Yeah, I don't walks. know where we found all of those pans, but you know.
1: <laughs> you threw walks at the uh, big nasty puddle of water and uh, lo and behold, a rust ooze snuck up on you guys and uh, politely punched you with its pods. Mm. Chester went down, Alonzo went down, uh, Psych here called for Gomak <laughs> <laughs> Gomak arrived to help and uh, you were able to whittle it down and finish it off
2: here made a good fucking call Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. so now uh, Micah's angels two out of three of which are bleeding on the ground an honorary member Gomak an honorary angel Gomak uh, are left with the gross oozy pile of rust dead on the, on the scrapyard floor and that's where we're going to pick up today
3: uh, let me get to my role play.
1: Jacob is looking up at the ceiling lifelessly. <laughs> now that's character right there.
2: We love a method actor. I shoot him anyways. <laughs> you
1: love to see it. Might as well put him out of his misery.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm go- <laughs> the flesh is in fact weak. He's my dog, father. I'll do it. <laughs> I just realized I
4: have no clue. If I can't remember if I stabilized you or not.
2: Yeah, you both okay, stabilized. Okay, are both
4: stable. Yeah,
1: we're both fine. I'm
2: going to drown you in that pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's where we're
3: gonna will pick up. it become shimmery like it.
1: Yes,
2: of you course. will be the shiniest. Oh, you're already a not vampire. Ascend. Do not uh, You're already a vampire.
3: Oh no. <laughs> this
2: is the flesh of a killer, Bella. No.
0: <laughs> no. No. Shiny.
3: No. No, that's your daddy. No, <laughs> yeah, the daddy drink people blood. He, <laughs>
2: okay, he's he not great. <laughs> In theory, so did Edward. And I, I think that I never that's
3: watched it How did that It doesn't matter
1: we Please
2: don't... can we get back on topic
1: Yeah what do you guys want to do uh, Well I, I shouldn't I, really I ask What y'all are going to do Told you exactly i I'm I'm laying on the do. ground
4: Only stable
1: I, I'm going to tell you What uh, Gomak's going to do Gomak is going to be like Panting Holding his little pipe pistol Being like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did you find this thing
2: <laughs> It crawled out of the Gross puddle
0: Holy shit That's fucked
2: up I'm wondering if that is what caused it to become so nasty.
0: Or it's just gross because it's on like a scrapyard.
2: you said it th- in the past it was not gross. We should probably get them up. They look pretty
0: fucked up. I think could just take a nap. That one of them is shiny. Yes,
2: he does glitter, doesn't
0: he? Oh, he's so shiny.
2: He's beautiful. Don't Ooh. tell Lord Glass. Oh, never, never.
0: It would make his pee pee feel real small. <gasps>
4: Alonzo, glad he's down for the count for this. Womp
1: womp. Let's see, what can Gomak do?
2: <laughs> Shall we just let them rest for
3: a moment? We could do that. That would probably take a yeah.
0: odd minute though.
3: How long would we need to rest? Is that hours? <laughs> probably.
2: <laughs> you just stay right there. We'll wait. <laughs> Lord Glass.
1: Do you say this in goblin or common?
2: Common.
0: Yes, what is it? Uh, Whoa! What the fuck is that blob <laughs> of, of rust goop?
2: We have slain a monster in your territory. Where did that
0: thing come from?
2: The puddle just adjacent to it, sir. He's
1: fixing his beard in the morning.
2: You have a mighty beard.
1: Why,
0: thank you. I think it makes me look... He strokes it. Distinguished.
3: Exceptionally.
0: Well, what do you want me to do about your this sparkly sleeping friends
3: ah, minimum of 10 minutes to several hours to gain one hit point it's up to the DM
1: oh why don't I roll I'll roll a d10 for how many increments or, of 10 minutes
3: we could just go ahead and start with the treat wound checks and using of focus points for healing and stuff have
1: you had wounds treated in the past hour no, cause no. we woke up ah you're right uh Gomak's gonna roll to treat wounds. I will roll as well. <laughs> Isn't
4: there this feet like back alley doctor? Or, That'd be the right. type
1: Gomak is. Can I roll to? can I just say I aid you and let you have a bonus? Does he I, have a healer's kit?
2: I'd make it either uh, way. Uh
1: you know what? Yes, Gomak uh, has a healer's kit. Who were
3: you rolling on? Yeah.
2: Is I was sanitary? closest to
3: you. Okay.
2: So that's two D eight.
3: Two D eight, okay. Did you happen to get a twenty five?
2: No, okay. well, I only barely made it. Oh, okay. Uh, two less than I wouldn't have. Eleven.
1: Ooh! All right, there you go.
2: And that just makes it.
1: This is for Alonso. Yes, that What's is the total? for Alonso. Uh,
2: the total is fifteen.
1: Oh wow! Okay. Yes. Oh boy!
2: I said just makes it.
1: So go ahead and roll two d eight for Alonzo's healing.
2: <laughs> eight.
1: It no, wasn't on not, the table. not on the table. Got to roll it on the table.
2: I still got an eight. Woo! A 2d8 no uh, uh
3: there was uh, one die yes oh, okay. yeah there's
2: a three so 11 11 as oh, well
4: yeah. oh, oh wonderful, wonderful.
3: buddies
4: 11 buddies
3: <gasps> you can't use your focus point spells on me to heal me can you nope because that'll hurt you Cause real Because you're
2: bad. an undead scum. <laughs>
3: yep. Uh, Chester lying
1: there, half dead on the ground. It's all right, buddy, I got you. Casts heal. Dies.
0: Dies. Dies.
2: <laughs> Alonzo gasps. gasps. Chester can't handle positive energy, Williams, on account of how he can't, can't handle, handle
3: positive, positive energy. <laughs> <laughs> I... I cannot tell you how many times I thought of something stupid to say when Chester wakes up. And I think the stupidest I could come up with, I also could barely say, was along the lines of, You can call me Chester Stone Cold Williams on account of how I'm Steve Austin all the time. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) <laughs> the, I, I searched for the dumbest uh, And that was It's also a stretch the, but So
1: Chester when he is waking up From being unconscious the, the, Just sounds like Jacob when Jacob's tired
3: Chester's like Well that wasn't fun What the hell was that thing Is there another one in there
2: Not that I am aware of I fucking hope not And I, I, I very much so hope not as well It ate my feet It's dead
3: right? I might be able to help you out with that If we could take some time did Psych here get mechanically punished for the feet?
2: Uh, yes, I got we, five off of my speed. Five
3: off the movement speed, yeah. Uh, would a crafting check help fix Can that? Can I assist? Yeah, we'll just do a
1: crafting check as if it were treat wounds. I'm okay. going
2: to go Can and I... sit on this box. Offer and assistance? And then I'm going to wave you two over and I just start unscrewing my
3: feet. Uh, <laughs> did you take any damage? Yes. Would you rather first aid first or fixing your speed first? First aid. Okay. Honestly. I will attempt a first aid check on Psychair first. Okay. Uh where is my medicines? Plus four. I rolled a seventeen on the die for twenty one. Yeah. So that will be it's two D eight. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> Three hit points. Thank you. Saw we. And <laughs> uh, You said you're going to assist me with the crafting check?
4: Yes, I have a plus three, so what do I need All to get right. to assist? I you
3: have to roll it as well. You have to roll, like, what the check is to get well, the first Well, I figure why not try? Yeah, why not? Yeah, go ahead.
1: You can both roll. And if you...
3: Oh, I got an 18 total. Uh, I rolled a six on the die, plus crafting is 13. And how much does an aid get you?
1: Uh, a success has only gave you a plus one.
2: 14.
1: 14. Which is not going to do You should have gone
4: it. with my roll and I only have a plus three.
1: That's the risk of aiding. That is the risk. Yep. So unfortunately, your speed is still going to be limited until you can take some more time.
4: Alonzo looks at Saikir. Guess the flesh. Ain't we? Your ass was on the ground
2: earlier. (laughs) No. Uh,
1: Alonzo woke up from death and chose violence.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I will happily put
3: you back in the earth. Honestly, what we should do is just wait here for an hour. Yeah. We're not in a time crunch. During this hour, you can heal yourself and Alonzo multiple times with your focus spells. Assuming one of your focus spells is a healing one. I cannot there remember. There is, in
2: fact, a healing one, yes.
3: Then you could just get you two up to full with that, and then after an hour, you could try a first aid check on me, and I could try a crafting check on you.
1: But if you cast two focus spells, they'll move you up to the moderate spot on well, your you
2: were- track. It gets reduced whenever I refocus.
3: Okay, so... Not to mention you would cast it, uh, get it back after 10 minutes, cast it, get it back after 10 minutes. So you guys want to wait
1: like an hour? Yeah. Okay, so...
3: For first aid... It's already
1: been, since you woken up, just for context, like 30 minutes of treating wounds, getting you guys on your feet... Uh, and then attempting that crafting check. Mm. So we'll kick it another hour and then we can do this again. Uh, and you can go ahead and do your two, roll for your uh, focus healing powers on Alonzo if you want. But you'll just be stuck at the, I believe, minor uh, part of your curse. I
4: was already there.
1: I was already there.
4: <laughs> like, no, the proper comment from Alonzo would have been, huh, looks like the flesh is weak.
1: You are already cursed.
4: Two.
3: <laughs> two. Get two.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm no longer just barely
3: above half. But you can cast your spell six times and it, that's an hour right there. Well, As, no, it'd
1: be three times, right? Cast.
3: Well, this would be, this would be assuming that...
1: Oh, cast uh, once Psykir and then refocus.
3: started casting, you know, after they did the first first aid check. Okay, yeah. You can use it up to six times before we do the first aid checks for each other.
1: Yeah. Uh, So you want to do that, roll for that six
3: times, I guess? Just to get y'all up to full?
2: Four. Ooh, I am three away from full. I can only do this for you.
3: Oh, you can't heal yourself?
2: Nope.
3: One. Our party's Gracias. in trouble <laughs> when it comes to healing and downtime. Luckily, you're usually allowed the downtime. Once I to get heal. more spells. Oh. Uh, okay. The next time
4: I have an opportunity to buy stuff, I'm buying and some healing four potions. Oh, I'm full now.
3: Okay. And whenever we get some downtime, I could probably craft some healing potions. All right. So once. Uh, You're crafting check for your speed. Yes. I rolled a 14 on the die, plus Beautiful. 7, 21. Your legs are fixed. Thank you. Uh, as he t- pulls out his awesome. stuff and tinkers with it, he manages with his alchemist kit it gets somehow. a little wrench. And then I'm going to try the first aid. All righty. That is a 13 on the die, plus... You make it. Okay, cool.
1: There you go. So 2d8 for uh, uh, Psyche here to heal. I'm gonna go ahead and roll that.
2: Oh yeah. I hope it's another three. That would be so fucking funny. It'd
3: be so. Long. I don't think I've rolled over like a four or five on my first eight <laughs> checks.
2: That is eight. Eight in total.
1: Yes, eight in total.
2: Thank you kindly.
1: All right. So where are you guys sitting at in total for hits? I'm points? at full. 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 I'm at eleven out of eighteen. Okay, so not so great. <laughs> would
2: I you could you like to try to another one. Check? Yes, please. All right. All right, go for it. I make it. All right. Two D eight. Better
4: two D eights than me. Eight. Should have had two D eights ha
1: uh-huh. <laughs> eight yeah! hey! all right so I guess it puts you all up at full now I will say I think the further we get into playing this game we might just want to hand wave a certain amount of the out of combat healing
3: when it comes to the the um it's a lot easier to hand wave the focus point stuff. Right. But due to the unique nature of our party's makeup, I think apparently a lot of our healing is going to come from the first aid checks.
1: Yeah. I uh, mean, once stuff like assurance gets introduced, oh, that's we might true. be able to just say it will take this much time instead of having to do a bunch of rolls. Yes. Yeah.
3: If anyone takes assurance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so because I think the the design of the game is to make sure you are at full before you go into each encounter. Yes, cause it's fairly easy to get healing outside of combat. Um, all right, but now it's around twelve thirty, around noonish, lunchtime, and Gomax like,
0: well, since you didn't do anything, you want some uh, some rat burgers for
3: lunch? I'll take one to go. Cool. Also, you want any more cockroaches? We fought a whole swarm of them out there, too.
0: Oh, sweet Jesus!
1: And he starts running out and comes back with, like, a
3: McDonald's large fry full of cockroaches.
0: Oh, what is the good stuff! I wanna fry these up right now!
3: I'm glad we could help you out, Go-Mac. Oh. I'm sure! And we'll take hot my- Hot
0: oil over and open flame will be totally fine!
3: That's absolutely right.
0: Never hey. burn anyone ever!
3: Chester's not gonna get in the way of Goblin doing Goblin things. That's Goblin a-
0: life!
4: That's a mighty fine, crunchy protein.
3: (laughs) You bet. Chester's going to take his burger and go back to the crane. (laughs) Okay. Yeah,
4: I'd take my burger to go. I'd rather have rat burger than McRoach fries.
0: (laughs) Come again.
4: I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what McDonald's serves. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's fries are life. Do not ruin them.
2: (laughs) And? Have you seen the fryers?
1: Uh-oh. Oh, ho. I don't it's like want to the think KFC about it. fryers. Uh, if McDonald's chicken nuggets were just roaches, I don't know if I'd mind because I just love the nuggets. Anyway,
3: oh, uh, did that rust ooze drop anything when it died? Why it dropped fifty gold? No, it didn't drop anything. 50.
4: Oh, I get my weapons back while I'm over here.
3: That's a good call. <laughs> I pick up my ammo. <laughs> no, I spent bullets. No.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, so you go back to the crane just to. Redo the flavor text here. A large, winch-driven crane towers over piles of discarded machinery. The crane's base is totally entrenched in debris, and rust pits its arm. In the crane's cockpit, the control panel's faceplate has been removed, exposing the gears and mechanisms behind the foot pedals and long, rusty levers. A wall of debris looms to the south, extending east and west. The open stone to the north is flooded with oily water.
3: You had mentioned last time, before the cockroaches got all persnickety, that uh, it looked like with a good enough crafting check, we may be able to actually do something with this crane. Right. So Chester's going to crawl up into the crane cockpit. uh,
4: Would you like assistance again?
3: Because the main thing
1: right now is the only way uh, other path through this scrapyard is being blocked by this giant steel crate. Yes. Um, Yes. And if you were able to work the crane, you could probably move it. That's what I was thinking. All right, so uh, you get into the crane's cockpit, and it's just, like, beat up. It's been scavenged for parts. It looks operable, but you don't have any, like, labels of controls. A lot of stuff is, like, missing. Like, Baby Yoda has come through and picked off the knob off the things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, Everything and,
2: uh, goes back to Dibney.
1: And uh, you're going to need Dipney. to make a uh, a check. Uh, either uh, it says athletics or uh, engineering lore.
4: I have engineering lore. What?
1: Yeah. I don't know what athletics has to do with this, but that's what it asks. You. If you're
4: super fast, you can push every button, pull
3: every lever, and eventually it'll work. Much like playing a fighting game. No, athletics, it's the age-old solution. Give it a bunk. Oh, you're right. You're right, though.
4: I have engineering lore.
3: I don't, so. Oh. I, have, I have a plus three plus three athletics. Also, uh,
1: as you're looking around here, why don't you make me a perception check? Ooh. 15. 15? Yeah, that'll do it. That's en- enough. Um, you see that there is a little compartment behind a sliding door in there, oh. and you see three pints of oil. Oh. Uh, you see what looks like some sort of elixir, uh, but it has Elixir? Like, yes, but it has like a pickled sparrow eye in this tiny bottle. It looks very goblin. Um, and you also see a another elixir in the form of like this peppery frog leg jerky in a little elixir bottle. Uh, if you want you to, you can try to identify
3: these things. Uh, what would I have to roll to do that?
1: Uh, all right. So you can identify the... Uh, this is a uh, using the crafting skill. Mm-hmm. You can identify the nature of an alchemical item with 10 minutes uh, of testing using alchemist tools. If your attention is interrupted, you must start over. So I think you just make a
3: crafting check. All right. Uh, so Chester will shout down from the crane, hey, you guys, give me a moment. I found something up here. I'm trying to figure out what it is. And uh, he will roll his crafting to see what it is. His crafting is plus seven. Ooh. And that's a natural twenty. Whoa! For a total of twenty-seven critical.
1: Uh oh yeah, you're. I'll just give you both of them for that. Um, you know for a fact that one of them is a lesser eagle eye elixir. <gasps> ah. And the other one is a lesser leaper's elixir.
3: I know exactly what the eagle eye one does. That's one of the ones I can make just willy nilly with my abilities. Willy nilly. <laughs> uh, and then Chester. Oh no, wait. You're the one that has the engineering lore. Yeah. Uh, I can is go up it? there plus plus three uh, it's just as much good as my athletics I'll let you roll uh, at athletics uh, Are yeah. y'all
1: both gonna try to fit inside the crane uh, he'll hop out okay um I will say uh hmm as you like get settled into the crane and try to figure out how to work this thing you notice that like some of these gears are like rusty and hard to move mm-hmm. but uh Chester just found all that oil. Oh yeah. And if you use that, that might make, things, might a make things a little bit easier.
3: Does he does does he need all the oil? Uh That's no, not question. all of it. He'll give you a, a quart of oil. We found three. You found three pints. Oh, I, he'll give you a pint of oil. Uh and then he'll when he hops down, he'll go, hey, uh Sy-Kir, the Observer, I saw this and I thought of you. And he'll hand you the other two pints of oil.
2: Drow's face right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It might help with the fixings we've done to your legs.
2: I do believe that some of my lubrication did get washed <laughs> <locked> off.
3: Go ahead and make your engineering lore check,
1: Alonzo.
4: Uh, I got a seven total. Total? That's, yeah, that's not I'm rolling net three.
1: That's not no, going to cut four. it.
4: Yeah, no. Alonzo calls down, this ain't no lock. Uh,
1: <laughs>
3: swap with me again. <laughs> he'll he'll go up there. He, go,
4: he goes back down, defeated.
3: He'll find he'll like reach into some scrap on his way up, pull oh. out a wrench, go up top, and uh, do an athletics check on it. Go for it,
4: Chester. I'm a hit at Williams on account of I'm a hit at
0: Williams.
3: Did you fail too? Well, I mean, I got a thirteen total. Uh, when you do get a plus one so for four, the
1: oil, 14 total. Uh, that's still not going to beat it. Bonk. <laughs> uh, fun fact because you rolled athletics, <laughs> you struggle and strain against the machinery, you get uh, and you are now enfeebled one until you get a rest. What <laughs> you're just up there y- yanking on these levers, <laughs> you just like pull a muscle,
3: and you're like, ah. You know, I wish I could argue against that, but I've had that happen to me in real life. Can I do <laughs> athletics too? He'll hold his shoulders because of, I I did my Actually, part. I it take ain't working. He'll climb down. It's not down. a full
1: rest. If you if you rest for like a little bit, ten be, minutes. Uh, I'm gonna say an hour.
3: Perhaps you will have loosened it. All right, swap out. He'll high five you on the way down. <laughs> that is a 19. <laughs> nice. Oh
1: yay! Yeah. Psyche here applies the oil to the arm. <laughs> And then...
2: Hello, friend. <laughs> I know how you work because you work like I work. Uh, and I you, kick it.
1: Bonk. It's like here, play, praise
3: to the blessed machine spirit.
2: <laughs> you are confused. Uh, Allow me to help you refocus.
3: <laughs> bonk. I never complain. Uh, Flesh yet, is
1: weak. You're able to operate the crane, and it just, like, just sputters this black
0: smoke. And <laughs> Boy, <laughs> I sure <laughs> am glad
2: that there are no... Uh, Pollution X to prevent me from operating this disgusting machinery. Rudders <laughs>
0: two,
1: and you swing the arm over, and you're able to pick up the the big heavy metal box, not metal tube, um, and uh, move it out the way, clearing the path for you guys.
4: Does that drain the water?
1: Nope. Okay, just was curious. Is there anything that would?
3: Uh, you, you want to go out in the water? Oh no 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 stop stop because that's something that I had noticed. Uh, There's be something like, in there, right? It's I like care the observer. Look right in the middle, there's something in that shiny water. Could you pick that out with the crane, too? I will give it my best. Oh, oh the the cloth that was moving, right? The, the thing, the like lump in the middle. Yeah. If it's a
2: body, <laughs> I'm going to cry.
3: If it's a body. Let <laughs> <laughs> it hit the floor. When <laughs> nice. you oh. drop it, it will. Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all
1: right, you maneuver the crane and you fish around in this gross, nasty, icky. Na- gr- bad pool of water uh, and you pull out this like muddy, disgusting pile of rags that in, are in the middle and like pulling the drain up in a bathtub, you hear
3: <laughs>
1: as the water starts to drain out and they're just it's dripping uh, gross muddy water.
2: Just, it's just a bunch of junk?
1: Uh, do you want to look through it? Oh yeah, uh, Chester would love to look through yeah,
2: it. Yeah, I'll drop it on the ground. I'll help you examine it.
1: Uh, you look through it, and it's mostly just like gross rags. It looked like someone shoved them in there to stop up this drain that was under it. Um, but one of them is like surprisingly not very filthy. Oh, uh, almost like magic. Magically so.
0: That
3: ain't natural.
2: By the way, I am no longer a naked cat, like disguise-wise. Changed
3: it up. We took off our. We took off our bandana. You took off your bandanas anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm gonna be bandanaed again. Ah. Uh, yes, I'm changing it up.
3: Is this like a piece of clothing? A robe? A, a scarf? It uh, looks uh, like a hand, ascot? hand wraps. Oh, okay.
2: It looks like what hand <gasps> oh, wraps? Are or th- like punchy?
3: These they could be like the the, the monk in, stuff. Yeah, the monk stuff. Can, is there a check that we can do on them? For magic items, if I remember correctly, like it depends on the... the like Is it divine, arcane, occult, or nature? Or nature. Nature. Um, but I can't remember if you have to have detect magic to figure out what they do.
1: Yeah, I think you need detect magic for this. Um, you could find out.
3: I have detect
2: magic.
1: Yeah, you're going to do identify magic, uh, which is going to be uh, arcana, nature our kind of
3: Arcana, Nature, Occultism,
1: or Religion, DC 16, I think.
3: Yeah. Well, which is it for your item? I think it can be all of them.
2: I have a plus three to Occultism.
1: I'll just let you roll Occultism on it, honestly, because it's not really telling me...
2: 18. Wait, no. I looked at the wrong thing. Uh, 16. 16?
1: Yeah. So the Identify Magic... Before we finish this, Identify Magic is a exploration action, 10 minutes, uh... Roll DC based on the magic tradition. GM sets the DC. It tells you what you get and the different things. It doesn't say anything about detect magic, but everyone online is saying you need detect magic. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm just going to say for now, because I can't find the exact ruling that says you need detect magic. You have detect magic anyway, right? I it's do, like here. yes. Yeah, I'm letting you roll occultism on it because there's nothing that says you can't. Uh, occultism, basically, in my understanding of your character, is your okay. connection to magic. And you got a what total again? 16. Yeah, that's actually just enough. You know that this is a hand wraps of mighty blows. Yeah. Uh, which is really spicy if you're something like a monk. Uh, but also worth a good bit of money otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, these things are worth... uh, They're a level two item, I think, and they're worth, like, 35 gold pieces. Nice. I have that
3: listed in the notes I have, but... Okay. How did such a thing come to be refuse? Maybe a monk died in the trash. Maybe the Rustus was a monk.
2: Noble monk perished within the scrap heap. You are forgiven, though your flesh was weak.
3: I could have been a robot robot
1: moment. no a robot wrapping his steel hands and cloth
2: this will help protect me
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice. that was what Make I was imagining too uh,
1: this will not break my knuckles that are of steel um, <laughs> that are of steel all right so yeah that you found out that item the rest of it's just filthy dirty hobbitses I mean rags um, chuck them in the scrap pile what else do you guys want to do this box is now
3: out of the way uh, we've removed the water we we've removed the box for the gnolls. yeah also um, who would like the lesser eagle elixir it gives a plus one bonus to perception plus two bonus for traps and secrets I don't need it because I can make it Spontaneously.
0: Well,
4: my
2: perception is already pretty high. Should we let Saikir have it? Why would we do that whenever we could send you as a scout with good stealth and even better perception?
3: Because it would help with because your.
2: Because Kat is not if you being know we're smart get today. Into a
1: fight. Well, that's fair, because if if, if you're going to get into fights like you kind of did the and first it, once mm-hmm. couple times. It lasts
3: an hour too, so right. it's not like one use and it's gone immediately. Uh,. When we know we're about to get into a fight, we could give it to any one of us to have us to have like a one higher in an in- initiative. <speaking Spanish> so yeah, one of you two take it, because I do the, the Leapers
1: Elixir, if you guys want to know, this tingling solution uh, increases the elasticity and contraction of your leg muscles or gears for one minute after treating the elixir. Uh, you can high jump or long jump as a single action instead of two actions. If you do, you don't perform the initial stride, nor do you fail if you don't stride 10 feet, basically. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure we got exactly one of these in our test game.
4: That's kind of cool.
1: So what do you guys want to do? You got some magic dash of various types. Uh, you've moved this crate out of the way and you've drained this gross
3: pool. What do you want to do? I would like to walk through the formerly gross pool and pass where the metal box was.
1: Uh, you walk through the gross mud and roll for initiative. No. Um, no. no. Uh, you move past the indent on the ground of the metal box. Um, you should be able to... All right. there's do- <sighs> On the foundry map, there's doors, and I opened them for you. All right. So as you come around here to your right, uh, you see this like... It kind of looks like uh, almost a workshop of sorts. There's a bunch of tables, and there's just like tools and gadgets and stuff piled on crates. Uh, and then there's another passageway leading to your left, which is, I think, to the north.
3: I would I love to check go. out those tools yeah. and gadgets. All right, then I will move you guys over here. And as we get closer, Chester will be like, hey, is there anyone over here? Uh,
1: let me read you guys some flavor text. Um, Several benches constructed from stacked crates and sheets of metal line the southwestern corner of this area, creating a makeshift workshop. Each table is cluttered with tools, screws, machine parts, alchemical flasks, and various projects in different stages of construction. One path through the drunk leads away uh, to the north, which is the was to your left coming through the metal box, and another uh, to the west. And that's where you guys uh, came from. Uh, so you you see, like, all these different tools. It looks like someone's kind of self-built workshop out of junk and different things that they found here. Uh, as you come up in here, make a perception check for me real quick.
4: Anyone?
3: All of you. All right. That is a 23 in total.
2: That is a 23 in total. 19.
3: 19.
1: All right. So as you guys come through here, uh, you see this workshop and you start looking through it and there's these two like compressed box looking things with lenses on the front. And as soon as you step into the middle, they both just and these like, have you ever seen the Boston Dynamics spot robot dog? Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those, but made out of these like rusty bits of scrap metal and gears and like hydraulics. They just pop up and run out and we're going to use your perception rolls for your initiative oh, because oh. they're going to Chris you.
3: Oh no. <laughs> bad dogs. Bad dogs. Bad dogs. He's My. A bad dog. Bad dog stab. <laughs>
1: this is the cool thing about this game because I already uh rolled their stealth and that's going to be their initiative.
3: Ooh.
1: All right, Alonzo, what did you oh. roll on your perception? 19. There we go. 19. And then you uh, the, uh, both of you got 23, right? Yes. Uh, who wants to go first?
4: We got a 19 and a 23. Uh, I, I'll i go first? Sure. All right.
1: All righty. So first in the order, uh, you can now see these guys on the tables here, is going to be Chester Williams. Oh, Chester Williams? Chester going to act first. Williams, Oh to know how I he's going to act first. Act
3: first. <laughs> uh, Chester will uh, immediately rolls, rolls... Roll for initiative. Chester will take his first action to... Devise a stratagem. Alright. That should be good. Yeah, I'm gonna risk it. And he pulls out his gun, aims at the closest dog bot. Okay. That one. Okay. Uh, and he will get a twelve plus seven, a nineteen to hit.
1: Alright. Um, and you're they're not flat footed because they saw you. Uh, or rather,
3: well, like, I don't think flat-footed matters. Uh, Unless, well, like if you rolled stealth, but we didn't. So it exactly, doesn't so that matter. doesn't
1: matter. Uh, all right, so you're going to roll against it. What's your total to hit?
3: Uh, total to hit is 19. That will hit. I'm about to say. All right, this is two d6, one for my gun, one for the extra for devise a stratagem. That is one shot. It a five and a four for nine damage. Oh, Nine yeah. damage. Yes. This is also keep in mind that the musket has the combustion. I think it's combustion is the right word. Concussive. Concussive. If they have like immunity or resistance to piercing or like bludgeoning, you take the lesser effect. So if they're resistant to piercing, then you do the bludgeoning. Right. And you know, whatnot.
1: Yeah. They don't, uh, yeah, they don't look like they have any particular. Resistances like the handlers did. Okay, uh, all your damage goes through. All right, and that is all three actions. So you drew your, you devise a stratagem, draw a weapon and shoot. Yep. All right, you'll need to reload next round. yeah. Cool. Uh, next in the order is going to be here the Observer, the, the sanctioned, sanctioned. Uh, the Greased. What do you want to do? The Lubricated.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <no>. am. <laughs> Uh, I can get around these beautiful fuckers to get within a range where That's I can me. hit both uh, of these oh. less beautiful fuckers with my cone. Yes!
1: Uh, go ahead and move yourself there, and then I roll fort, right?
2: I think that this is where I have to be.
1: I think you're right. Yeah, yes. you look good. So let me roll fortitude for you Thank real quick. Thank you. DC it's the s- grease. Seven. <laughs> 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 DC 17? Yes. Oh, great. Are you greased lightning? Natural one for a total of of three before it would be bumped down automatically. Because remember, when you roll one, it bumps it down. So that's a critical failure. So I take double damage on that one.
2: And Uh, you are definitely smash
1: them to bits. How much is your normal damage for this? Four. That would be eight. Yes. Yes. Uh, Smash them to bits. You sing your hymn of the beautiful machine spirit, Uh and it shatters uh, and falls to bits. Uh, And then let me roll fortitude for the other one. A natural two for a total of five which is still a critical failure
3: oh so another
1: eight another eight but he is alive uh he's deafened uh but the thing about him is he's a robot so he he's not immune to deafened huh, huh. boyo's deafened i blew
2: his microphone you blew
1: yeah. his little microphone
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> all right
2: you're sounding like a 12 year old in a cod lobby
1: oh Uh, oh no (laughs)
0: you talked is that the haunting him I'm gonna fuck your mom just
1: Xbox live
3: noises
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is pretty fucking haunting Uh, alright
3: so you You didn't blow out its mic you just it muted you
2: (laughs) I don't want to hear this anymore (laughs) toxic much
1: (laughs) alright so was that two actions to cast that spell and a move yeah alright so you are done for this round I am done uh, Alonzo Tin Rivet there's one left
4: I'm going to take one action to draw my rapier and okay then I'm gonna go one two three four so that's my second action stride uh-huh. and I'm gonna stab it or at least attempt disconnect this creature from the land of the living oh I'm pretty sure I got it with a total of a 23 living. hell 23 yeah
1: 23 is definitely gonna hit no 24 24 yeah absolutely a hit okay uh, roll one your point damage. could be
4: the difference in a critical so you, you check
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. All
4: right. That's gonna be six
1: damage. Ooh. Six damage. Uh, you stab it through its little robot eye, and it goes,
0: "Boo!" It yeah.
1: powers down. A power down.
0: Boo. Uh,
3: and it Nice uh, See that? That. It's what a feel-good, weaker-than-you combat feels like. Uh, ah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: I
4: was hoping that I would actually get to act, because y'all just about destroyed them in one go.
2: Nice critical. It's not my work, it is their weakness. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not all machines are created equal, sadly. But all machines can ascend to perfection.
1: <laughs> you stab the last one in its little eye. You see, uh... From the table, I guess, to your guys' left, uh, there's like this crate with uh, a, a lid over it, and popping up out of the top of the crate are two little green ears. <laughs> it's Baby Yoda. Um, <gasps> no, you see this little oh, wait, goblin? Hold on.
3: is it? Oh is no, it, is we it... just fucked up their thing. No, it's it might be. Um, it's the lost one. Yeah, it's 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 Monzie.
1: She pops up and she's like, It is, it is Monzi. She's like, Uh, matches the description. And she's like,
0: You guys killed it. Holy shit. I've been stuck here for two days.
3: Do you happen to be Monzi? Yeah, it's me.
0: Did they send you to get me?
3: Yeah, your friend Gomax sent us. Oh,
0: Gomax, we can go make good rat burgers.
3: Yeah, you do. Ha <laughs> Hello, child. (laughs) Hello. Whoa. Are you a clockwork person? He holds up his half of a rat burger that he hasn't finished yet. (laughs) Are you going to finish that? Yeah, you can have it.
0: Oh, I'm so hungry. I've been eating nothing but pickles for two days. Pickles?
3: Hmm? It's a pickled goblin. (laughs) I <laughs> hiding in the pickle
2: carrot crate? Nothing but pickles and eggs. <sighs>
0: pickles and eggs. No, I've been I've been actually stuck here in this little crate for two days. Uh when the gnolls came by, I I I thought I thought I had an idea. We have all these scrap dog thingies. And I was like, they're kind of vicious. So I turned them on and have them attack gnolls. I told them kill everything. Uh, they tried uh, to attack me. In hindsight. That was a little bit of an
2: oversight on my part, I will admit. They operated within the uh, expressed parameters.
0: Yeah, the error was with me.
2: How did you guys get here? to the big metal box.
3: Oh, how'd you get here? As it you can the big see, there box. is no
2: longer eh. a large metal box.
3: <laughs> Shut up. Don't you eff eh me. Eh. Don't you eff eh eh me. I implore that you
0: return to your tribe.
3: I would love to do that.
0: I'm very hungry. And I've been pissing in this box for two
3: days. Please leave. <laughs> uh, you smell kind of right. I mean, Let's get you you, you... you go take a bath.
0: I would love to. Thank you so much for saving me. Oh, oh, before you go, before you go, uh, I have stuff for you. Oh,
2: Is it coated in piss?
0: No, it's just the box I've been staying in. Thank
2: you.
1: <laughs> she crawls out from under that workbench under the crate. She, uh, she's like,
0: she walks around and is like, oh, would you, you want a bandsaw? Do you want, do you want a hammer? And then like, she's like, I guess, but
3: well, you guys probably don't want tools. To, uh, well, I, I actually
2: if, would benefit correctly from
3: tools. If you got an alchemist lab, I'd take it.
0: I'd, That's a uh, tool,
3: a sword. I okay, is that a first level item? It's like a five gold item. I could get it at first level. I don't actually.
0: If there's these tools in any of that, I'll, I'll, take I'll just them. go ahead and say I don't know if I actually have enough to put it together a full alchemist lab. But I tell you, I can make some stuff. Oh, I see you. You guys already have some of my my my, my excuse me, egg here on you. Would you like some more? I can make some.
3: Absolutely. What is you? Some kind of alchemist? Is there a any bit. way that you could concoct
2: something that would heal?
1: So mechanically, she can make roughly any first level consumable in the Uh, game. uh So what I'll just say is if you guys want to look through some of those and pick one, on the cool rulebook, this is going to be uh, starting on page 543 I think. Yeah, they list them by level on page 543. There's bombs, elixirs, poisons, and some tools.
3: Oh, so it doesn't have to be an elixir. It can be any first level alchemical item.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. so we've cut for a little bit. Uh, we have everyone look at these first level items. Uh, Psyche here, which one are you going to take?
2: Uh, the Elixir of Life. All right, and... Because the flesh is weak and I acknowledge that. Ha ha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Chester? I want a Blight Bomb. Oh, what's that? It's from Advanced Player's Guide. Uh, the bomb deals 1d6 poison damage, 1d4 persistent poison damage, and 1 poison splash damage. All that right, a level 1 bomb because the flesh is weak and I aim to take advantage of that fair enough.
2: Hell yeah. Uh,
1: Alonzo, uh, what you thinking about? I'm
4: stuck. I'm stuck between a elixir of life because I get hurt right. being a melee person, mm-hmm. but there's also this really cool thing called a bottled lightning lesser, uh-huh. which does electrical damage and leaves the
3: character flat-footed. How long does it leave them flat-footed for?
4: Until the start of your next
3: round. Then it wouldn't help you. Okay then. Unless you were right, right next to them, and you'd be at risk of splash damage. Yeah.
4: Then I will go for the healing elixir.
3: Hey, flesh is weak. Somebody, flesh
4: is very weak.
3: Somebody else would have to throw the bomb, and then you would take your turn. Well, then you flat-footed. cleared me up. There you go, easy enough. Yes. so she
1: starts going about, uh, she like pulls some of these components from her workshop that she has already and then she gets like a drawer open with just like different rat body parts, some vials. Uh, She has, uh, goes up to like a wet piece of scrap and like scrapes it into a vial, uh, runs some over the heat. She just pulls what looks like trash together almost Uh-huh. Uh, and she gives you what looks like basically a pipe bomb but with like gunk in it <laughs> um, she gives both of you guys elixirs of life that are uh, of questionable substance
0: uh, definitely have rat parts in them but they mechanically will work and she says thank you guys so much for killing them dogs and getting me out of there I'm gonna go home I'm gonna bathe and I'm gonna have a rat burger
4: tell tell go mag ha for me
0: absolutely Toodle. And bah. she uh, runs off.
4: We'd have offered her an, ex, an escort, but now it's pretty safe with the water gone and no rust. Ooze. We can watch her as she goes home. True, we can. We could just watch her go home. Also, I should say on air, her artwork is adorable. freaking adorable. Yeah.
1: Did you post the artwork? No, they actually don't have artwork for her in the book. It's just here on the foundry uh, module. It's Aww,
4: adorable. She's got adorable. a pink and a blue goggles. So it's, I'm imagining it's like they make 3D. for 3D. That's exactly what I was thinking. She's cute in a goblin way. Yeah. I love her. Like, she's no short stack. Mm. (laughs) But I like to imagine she has 3D goggles. Uh, Big boobs.
2: Uh, Itty bitty gobble. Like, big ol' hips and boobs. The
3: way people draw what's... Yeah, not. Yep. From critical role.
0: Critical role, yes.
1: All right, so she goes off.
0: La la la. Hopefully there's no rescues in this pond. That would suck. We cleaned it up.
1: Uh, But she gets back safely.
4: Yeah, we we can watch her just like Drow said.
3: Now I want to snoop through her tool shop. Really? No, she was nice to us. (laughs) We need to be kind to those who are kind to us. Chester, gonna steal from that goblin, Williams?
4: On account account of he's gonna steal from from that that goblin. Oh god.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I mean there's tools and stuff here, but I'll be real with you. There's nothing like it's it's if you're not a
3: goblin, you ain't gonna get much use from it.
1: (laughs) Monzi's workshop, much like forty K orc weapons, are useless without the, you know
3: The touch of a goblin. The touch of a goblin. This is garbage. Yeah. I could hear (laughs) Monzi
4: background. Thanks.
3: I've always been jealous of how the goblins have been able to figure out how to make garbage like useful. I believe it has something like, to do
2: with a wah. <laughs>
3: like, 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 I know how to make Elixir of Laugh, like you got. But my Elixir of Laugh ain't got like an eyeball in it.
2: I am not looking forward to uh, consuming this should it be me
3: who has to. Yeah, you have fun with that. <laughs> However,
2: given the choice between death and this... Begrudgingly it is this.
3: Hey, eyeballs are chewy.
2: <laughs> 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 Excuse me.
3: <laughs> You're excused. Thank oh, you, my I'm child. I'm sorry. You are forgiven. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I I I would ask for clarification upon the eyeball chewiness.
3: I mean eyeballs How have you te- have you You gotta eat, okay? And sometimes you wanna eat something chewy. I had a rat burger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. I I am not casting judgment. I am only
3: curious. I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't struggle to eat it. It ain't my first rat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is fair enough. (laughs) I, too, have eaten some very interesting things back with my tribe, but I am just curious as to why you have
3: eaten rats before. I mean, you get hungry. I lived out in the Menoway. Sometimes food's tough to come by, but the rats out there are big
4: alonzo just nods <laughs> like you it might heard, not be his first rat you ever either. heard that
3: bedtime story with the rodents of unusual sizes ah uh, yes bigger than that
2: the bridal princess i love that one yeah i love that one too <laughs> like like
3: <just laughs> ate my first rodeo when it comes to vermin that are oversized
4: alonzo just kind of gives you a knowing nod no judgment here i grew up in ferris quarter I like to think about some of the things
3: I. Sounds like we've all had trash before. <laughs> this is great. This is great. We're bonding. I like this. I like y'all.
2: I find you worth outpouring my own life for.
3: Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. I don't think you can help that sometimes. My my you. Sh- sh- me Chester-touched Williams on account of how touched I am. <laughs>
2: I assure you that you
3: are being given personal space. Oh, I appreciate oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Uh, <so laughs> Chester, how many times?
1: tries
4: to hide a tear.
3: Chester, how many times can I make this joke, Williams? On account of how many times I'm going to try to make this joke? Uh, Listen, to be fair, so far I've made that joke twice. Yeah, you have made that joke like a dozen
0: times. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we
2: we, we bought into it.
3: Oh, it's a good thing to buy into.
2: I need a, I need a catchphrase. I don't have one I am yet. Psych here the Observer, on account of how I observe,
3: I guess. And on account of how you're sanctioned by what? I don't know.
2: By the power vested in me through my sick-ass iron hands.
3: It's a good thing to be sanctioned by. Yes. Anyway... <laughs> I'm pretty Um, sure I said they were steel in the first episode uh fuck (laughs) well listen metal's malleable we can change I'm pretty sure the only way that we have to go now (laughs) is uh north
4: alright let's go yeah Can we... Let's attempt to be stealthy. There's no telling if we'll encounter the gnolls.
1: Try be stealthy. Try be
2: stealthy. Try be stealthy. All
1: right, so you head north. I Um, would like
2: to be disguised as a (laughs) gnoll.
1: I thought you already said you were disguised otherwise today. Yes,
2: I didn't say what I was.
1: Are you sure? I'm just going to say... As your GM, you being disguised as a <clears throat> gnoll would have had a, quite a different reaction from Monzi.
2: You know what? You are correct.
1: <laughs> so there let's would have been... Just,
2: let's just go with some other... I am an orange and white cat. A
1: standard issue dumb cat? Yes. Ah, uh, beautiful. Yes.
2: Like, like I, I am the type of cat that belongs in a dump. <laughs> There's my cat back here. I found them in the dump and I love them. <laughs> they, <laughs> they ain't too friendly though. <laughs>
1: All right. I'm going to move you guys up for a little bit.
3: So you're going right,
1: to head go. uh, northwards, this yep. other side of the thing.
3: Right before we turn that curve, uh-huh. um, I want to drink uh, Elixir of Eagle Eye. All right. There you go. Right Can at the curve. Do. Yeah.
4: And I want to attempt to be stealthy.
3: All I right. will also attempt stealth.
1: So Chester's going to walk up uh, not attempting
3: to be stealthy. Oh, no, I will attempt to be stealthy. but I like, have rolled a three. Perception's nice. Total of three.
2: That is a an eight. Uh, all things considered. Chester, do you want to roll your
3: stealth?
4: I got a natty 1, so my stealth was 8.
3: Total of 8. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What'd you get? I got a 17 on a die for a total of 22.
1: All right. All right, so you come around the corner here and you let me describe what you see.
2: May I describe something first? I like to think that I stumble because of my new feet and then Alonzo stumbles over me, which is why we both did not do uh, impressively on that stealth.
1: As you come around the corner, a once-magnificent dirigible lies across the pathway through the scrapyard. The words, Harpy's Kiss, are scrawled in faded black paint along the side. It lies in a pile of scrap metal, leaning slightly starboard, blocking the path leading east to west. On the top deck, an exposed alchemical engine juts from the planks, smoke still rising from the blasted contraption.
3: Smoke still rising? Mm-hmm. Did this boat just land here? No, yeah, you're not done yet, never. No.
1: I am done. Oh, that's did what you this guys book see. just land
2: here? Do we have any frame of reference as to how long the Harpy's Kiss has been here? Also, I would like to say before you answer that, that I read that text and I was like, oh, yes, Harry's Kiss.
3: <laughs> <I'm> just <laughs> saying. It's I labeled just heard on the map. Harpy's after, Kiss
2: and I hear it in the background.
3: After finding out how harpies attack in Forbidden Lands, I don't want to kiss no Harpy. Nope. Nope. You
1: gotta gotta watch out for the cloacas. Is Um, it
2: heat-seeking shit missiles, Derek? It's Mm -hmm. also
3: vomit attacks. so it's like everything. Vomit attacks. Season one was wild. They they basically Mm. vomit from every orifice. Yep. Uh, Mm.
2: Or shit from every orifice based on how you...
1: (laughs) When you see Harpy's kiss, (laughs) uh, you you can roll a check if you'd like. Uh, If you have Alkenstar lore or piloting lore. I'll
2: take Alkenstar lore. What about Brialore? being that this is a goddess of invention? Nope. Fuck. Um, I have an 18.
1: An 18 will do it. Uh, you, uh, once remember hearing that a pilot named Farah Winslow commanded a ship called the Harpy's Kiss. Farah Winslow, that's P-H-E-R-A, and then Winslow is W-Y-N-D-S-L-O-W.
3: D- W-Y-N-D-S-L-O-W. D S L O W Winslow Wins. Oh, I see it now.
1: Winslow.
3: Yeah. Oh, Winslow. <laughs> uh, I love
4: putting Y's where they don't necessarily belong in names. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
1: Aha. Uh-huh. Um. As you see this just, just nasty contraption sputtering its gross smoke, I need you all to roll perception checks for me.
2: Remember that you took the.
3: Yes, I know. I have not checked on.
2: Ooh, nice roll. Not bad. 16.
3: 16. Uh,
4: I got a 21 total.
3: (laughs) 19 on the die for a 26. Hell yeah. So the rest
1: of you just kind of see this thing as like, oh, I guess this is what they, you know, knocked out of the way to uh, block the gnolls from getting in here. Uh, Oh, Uh, wow. But Chester, with a 26, you noticed in particular that the smoke rising from the alchemical engine there's something off about the way it's billowing out and you with your sharp ears catch just this like sound of grinding gears echoing from the engine and just the
3: faintest sound of wailing. Hey guys, hold on a second. You you, You hear that? That smoke looks weird. I think there's a ghost in there.
2: The machine spirit is
3: confused. Uh, I knew I asked for the wrong thing. I asked for Jacob's the wrong bomb. Jacob's over here bomb. lamenting. I asked for the wrong bomb, and I'm so mad.
1: Rest, my child. What do you do?
4: Is this where the wailing part of the wailing scrapyard comes from? How long has this been dead? How long has it been crashed?
1: Uh, I mean, you know that with Alonzo's check, you would know that Farrah Winslow is still a pilot, so, you know, probably within the past decade or so.
4: I imagine that we could look at it and
2: tell... It's old. And was this a crash?
1: It didn't crash here. This has been like dumped here.
2: Okay. But it's still billowing smoke.
1: Mm-hmm. And it is in your way. What do you want to do?
2: And now you are in my way. Rip jeans skin was showing. Hot night wind was blowing. Oh, my fucking Where do God. you think you're going, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Shall we greet the machine spirit?
3: I suppose we go say hi. I don't like this nun.
2: We do not know if it is a nun or not. Aha! Alonzo goes uh. ahead and draws his rapier
3: <laughs> I mean our only way through was to go through this ship Isn't it? Uh, unless
1: you have a way to move it out of the way Crane. Can the we, crane reach this far? Crane can't reach this far Dang it.
2: This is also much larger than the crane. Uh, you could drag it Now I think in terms of weight, no Alonzo e- doesn't know we anything. We would start rolling it in and the crane would tip
4: about about the um, alchemical stuff as much, but uh we have an alchemical expert. Yeah. Should that engine still be smoking after all this time?
3: Could I roll for that? Uh well Alonzo's like, should was that, that engine more or less handled by the perception? You check. can
1: roll crafting or engineering lore.
2: Is this like nuclear
3: powered? Oh, that was bad. It was on a fourteen but it landed on a six on the die plus seven would be thirteen crafting.
1: Yeah, you have no idea.
3: I ain't quite sure if it should be smoking like that. I'd figured it wouldn't be. And it's also making, you know, wailing noises or at least it's coming from up there. I don't know if the... I don't know. I don't like having to go up there, but I can't quite see any other way through. Can I? Can I see any other way through? I mean, you guys,
1: if you want to... You could roll, like, athletics and try to scramble over this. Um, I
2: mean, I'd attempt it.
1: Otherwise, you got to find a way to to move it. I want to speak to the thing you want to approach it? Very much so. All right. If,
4: if uh, Sakir is approaching it, I'm going to join.
1: Uh, why don't you move yourself on the map? Uh, as you start approaching the ship, uh, you just hear the engine sort of... <laughs> start to grind and come to life. And this smoke <laughs> comes out of the engine with more intensity. And you see, as you get like really close, this faint blue transparent figure just sort of manifest out of the ship. This machine just starts to come to life and shrieks and you see this ghostly figure pop out and it looks like this.
3: Oh Oh, dear. It's a machine
1: ghost. It's the ghost of a machine. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. It's so
4: cool looking and terrifying. How do we find a ghost?
3: I could yell at it. <laughs> I I debated Derek. I was like, oh, the goblins said they made it look like it was haunted. We're fine. I could have got a ghost bomb. But nope. Didn't do it.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at ThirdGallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, Gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag ThirdGallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at ThirdGallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at Patreon.com slash Michael Gelfie. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.